Greenpeace has up and jammed one right into Toyota. A direct hit too, right up Main Street. Logan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Australia only. Website. Card. Now, I don't normally get too many emails from Greenpeace, but I sure as shit got one yesterday. And it paints a very different picture of Toyota than the picture which Toyota paints about itself at the drop of a hat, being sort of in the vanguard, right, of climate action and the Prius and the RAV4 hybrid and the Corolla hybrid. You ask them, they're on the front foot with everything environmental, and yet Greenpeace says words to the effect of au contraire. And I'd suggest that the truth is probably in the middle somewhere, but I suspect if this is a spectrum of where Toyota is, it's probably a bit closer to what Greenpeace says than what Toyota says. So this is an opportunity to highlight the difference between what I would categorise as marketing bullshit and the truth, okay? And I'll leave it to you to figure out where on this number line of whatever the truth actually is in between what Greenpeace says and what Toyota says about itself, but it does shock me that there can be views this different about the one thing because somewhere here in all of this is an objective reality, right? There's like ontologically, objectively, somewhere here is where Toyota is. And, you know, you see all of this crap they say about the environment and their hybrids and whatever, and the truth could be completely different. At least here is some edited highlights, the salient highlights of Greenpeace's release from yesterday. And I'll just make a few comments on the way through and then you can play some thinking music afterwards and just see for yourself where you think the reality actually is. Sydney, 8th of September 2022, a Greenpeace East Asia report ranking global car makers on their environmental credentials has placed Australia's top selling car maker Toyota at the back of the pack. It's pretty unequivocal stuff. The ranking has been released, they say, alongside a new Greenpeace Australia Pacific report, which exposes Toyota's track record of lobbying against measures to reduce climate pollution from vehicles. And this is the exact opposite of the position Toyota occupies on the communicational landscape, right? Toyota's track record, this is the Greenpeace claim, of lobbying against measures to reduce climate pollution from vehicles. Greenwashing and advocacy for fossil fueled hybrid vehicle technology. Toyota has been ranked dead last for the second year in a row by Greenpeace East Asia's Auto Environment Guide for its lobbying against climate action, refusals to embrace electric vehicles, and continued advocacy for highly polluting hybrids. With 499 out of every 500 Toyota vehicles sold, powered by fossil fuels. Toyota has also been found to be the third most influential negative climate lobbyist globally after Exxon, Mobil and Chevron. Small round of applause there. I mean, it's a real effort to get on the podium with Exxon, Mobil and Chevron. 
Toyota must be pretty good at that crap, I'd suggest. Now, I can't do the research into whether they are or not. I can only tell you what Greenpeace is saying here, and I'm pretty certain that Toyota's lawyers would be on it like a rat up a frigging drainpipe if any of this was particularly inaccurate, because they hate dissent. They really do. Look at what they did with Berrimer Diesel over the DPF fiasco from a couple of years ago with a letter from their in-house corporate lawyer and it was ugly stuff. Anyway, they say Toyota's been found to be the third most influential negative climate lobbyist globally after ExxonMobil and Chevron with an international track record of lobbying against the introduction of vehicle pollution standards and actively working to slow the uptake of electric vehicles. It's so different to the green pages, what I would call them anyway, on Toyota's website, where they will tell you that they are on the front foot, baby, saving the planet one Prius at a time, right? The Australian federal government's currently considering the introduction of fuel efficiency standards regulating climate pollution from cars, which would ensure wider choice of more efficient and zero emissions vehicles for Australian consumers. Greenpeace Australia, Pacific, holds there is a strong risk Toyota will use its established tactics to distract, weaken and delay effective legislation in Australia. This is kind of interesting stuff, right, because the car industry's main lobby group in Canberra, the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries, right, they're kind of Toyota-powered. In fact, many people joke, sotto voce, or even out loud, like me, that Toyota is actually just the FCAI. They're, they're like wolf in sheep's clothing kind of thing, and the FCAI is really just Toyota's Canberra-based independent PR operation sort of thing. Okay, So whatever Toyota's objective is, is really what the Federal Chamber's objective is. And if you listen to the Federal Chamber, they will tell you that they're the car industry's peak body, whatever that means in Canberra. But they're really just a grubby lobby group. They're pushing the barrow on a pro rata basis by uh, for the car industry. Okay, And Toyota is the biggest car maker in Australia by sales, so they wield the most power with the FCAI, and therefore all of this lobbying that the FCAI endlessly <coughs> alleges that it's doing on behalf of you and me, the consumer, is really just there pushing that Toyota barrow, right? The fuel efficiency standards and the voluntary CO2 standards and all of that crap, that's just... It's just a smokescreen, in my view. Anyway, Greenpeace goes on to say that their Australia Pacific campaigner, Violet Snow. Where else could she work but Greenpeace, I'd suggest. Anyway, Violet Snow said that many Australians would be shocked to learn that one of the country's most trusted car makers has worked to extend the use of polluting fossil fuel vehicle technology. Ms Snow says, Toyota is Australia's largest and most trusted car maker, but its international track record of aggressive global lobbying against measures to lower climate pollution from transport has seen it ranked in the world's top three most influential fossil fuel lobbyists alongside Exxon, Mobil and Chevron. Toyota is a global roadblock to electric vehicles. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Lobbying to weaken fuel efficiency standards, greenwashing its image and promoting electric vehicle disinformation while making big profits from polluting internal combustion engine and fossil fueled hybrid cars. 
So there you go. That's what Greenpeace just said about Toyota. It'll be pretty interesting to figure out if this is going to be lawyers at dawn sort of tomorrow or first thing Monday morning, whatever. It could easily be, you know, because Toyota spends billions of dollars on its reputation and much of it is indefensible bullshit, unbreakable Hiluxes like, dude, give me a break, give me a Hilux, I'll break it. It shouldn't take too long sort of thing, you know. And many of the claims they make about their hybrids, their self-charging hybrids, which to me at least is a comprehensive piece of disinformation in opposition to the first law of frigging thermodynamics, so good luck with self-charging anything. You know, all of these claims, they're, they're pretty easy to deconstruct, and it would not shock me at all to learn that Toyota was a filthy little anti-climate, anti anti-consumer, anti-the-future sort of lobbyist in the background. I'd be super interested to know what you think about that. Like, where do you think Toyota is on this spectrum of greenness or environmental sensibility? Uh, to me, you know, the semantics of this stuff are a little bit like the pro-life and pro-choice debate. We're talking about abortion and the right to choose, you know, and all of these jingoistic sort of terms, they really just muddy the water and make it hard to have a rational conversation. Car makers want to sell cars. They don't exist to be environmentally sensitive. I think we all get that, you know, and they do greenwash themselves. They only greenwash themselves, however, so they can sell more cars. So there must be some fire at the centre of Greenpeace's smoke here. I'm just not absolutely sure how big the blaze is. But to make these claims, like Toyota is the largest car maker in the world in the context of anti-environmental lobbying behind the scenes, that's a big call if you can't back it up. And there would be conversations with lawyers in the background if it was unsubstantiatable, if that is in fact a word. Now, Maybe you are a bolted-on Toyota fanboy. They come in a couple of different flavours. Maybe you're the dude who's had 52 Pre-I or you've just about, you've been waiting endlessly for like two years or something and you're just about to get your hands on a RAV4 hybrid and you bought it because you want to be green, okay? And you won't hear a negative thing about Toyota and all of that. Or, different flavour of fanboy, maybe you're a Land Cruiser 300 owner and you don't give a crap about that stuff and in fact you think CO2 is just plant food, okay? So you don't care how much CO2 you belt, you, you belch. You just want a dirty big bus that can tow you and your three and a half ton chitois all the way out there to Dingo Piss Creek. Anywho, you've heard the Greenpeace claims and You've heard, doubtless, what Toyota says about itself, endlessly marketed by, you know, millions of dollars paid for by you if you've ever bought a Toyota. But where do you think the truth actually is? It's one of the biggest challenges in modern life, in the information age. There's so much information, and unfortunately, so much of it is bullshit. So just help me out in the comments, would you? Where do you think the truth really lies on this one?